I'm Hispanic. I was raised in Ecuador, college in, in, in Tennessee. I was born in the United States, but sometimes culturally speaking, it is difficult to feel that you belong somewhere. And I don't know if that happens to you. I don't know that if you go back to Cuba, you, you still feel you're Cuban or, or they see you, no, you're American. It has that barrier just clash. So when it comes to music and culture and everything here in Miami, it's, it's been a unique opportunity to blend and just go with the flow of cultures. Music definitely is different. So it's been interesting to just break that barrier. Welcome to High Level. My name is Axel, and today I have the pleasure of interviewing my friend JP Savala. JP, how are you doing, my man? I'm doing good, man. Thank you for inviting me to this podcast. I'm super excited. It's been a little while that I've had the opportunity to share and, and talk. I've been in a season of being behind my guitar, being behind uh, studios or, or other jobs that don't require me speaking as much. So I am super excited. <laughs> yeah. For sure, man. Uh, JP and I, uh, we met in college when I was going to film school at Lee University. <laughs> JP and I, we were like a very sh small group of, of Latin guys. So we all got along and uh, we played some soccer. We had some really good food. And uh, <laughs> when I was doing the podcast, you were one of the people that I definitely wanted to have on. So tell me, JP, how is it being from another country? You come to the US and now you're in Miami. You're trying to make it as a musician. How is is that uh how is that process tell me about all that so that's that's a, a good question and, and crazy to start way to start this podcast that way because so i was actually born in new jersey in, in the united states of america <laughs> i was actually born in this country uh but when i was five my entire family is ecuadorian and obviously i consider myself ecuadorian so when i was five my entire family decided to move back to Ecuador and obviously I went with and, and after that uh, I was raised in that culture Hispanic and Latin culture beautiful I love it I wouldn't trade it for a thing um, and then yeah fast forwarding I was able to go to Lee University go to college in Tennessee at Cleveland Tennessee that's where we met like you said and that transition overall initially was tough uh, because going from a you know, from a very Hispanic Latin country, obviously, to a very southern, uh, southern, right, <laughs> state or, or area in the United States. Um, you know, the culture was very different. Like you just said, it was beautiful uh, to be able to find and connect with um, the Latinos, right, the, the whole yeah. Latin Hispanic community from Lee. So that was that was nice. So after that, I, I graduated, go back to Ecuador right for a job opportunity and we fast forward a few years and I get the opportunity to come to Miami and and work here so ironically enough uh, I didn't I wasn't doing music full-time and maybe not even part-time while in Ecuador and when I came to the States uh, 2017 I didn't come with the purpose to do music either um, music has been one of my passions forever and it was, I always thought it was going to be a hobby or at some point I still can't believe it's something that's actually allowing me to make a living out of and such. But um, when I came to the States, to Miami, specifically in 2017, I came on in a different context, you know, working at a church, uh, working in different nonprofits, working with families, uh, creating uh, community events, just different style of work. Pandemic happens. 
right? I think that's the phrase of the next five years because I truly believe the pandemic was uh, a breaking point for either good or bad for many people. Mm-hmm. And for me, I think it was uh, beneficial. So after once pandemic hit, uh, I, wasn't, uh, I, I wasn't able to continue to carry the job I had and I had to explore something else. And you know what? I was like, let's go ahead and do music. Uh, and that's where I think answering your question specifically, it's been an interesting dynamic to see that even though I'm Hispanic, obviously I was raised in Ecuador, uh, college in, in, in Tennessee. I was born in the United States, but sometimes I, culturally speaking, it is difficult to feel that you belong somewhere. And I don't know if that happens to you. I don't know that if you go back to Cuba, you, you still feel you're Cuban or, or they see you. No, you're American. But when you're here in the States, uh, you're like, man, um, you know, it, it's, it's just uh, it has that that barrier uh, just clash. So when it comes to music and culture and everything here in Miami, it's it's been a unique opportunity to blend and just go with the flow of cultures. Music definitely is different. So it's been interesting to just break that barrier. Um, and, and I think something that people would like to hear that if you're a young guy or a young girl wanting to produce or do music, um, man, I knew nobody. I knew nobody. And sorry if I'm just extending my time on this question. But yeah, no, I, no, go, go for it. <laughs> I knew nobody in the music industry in Miami because um, the, the other job I was in uh, was different, d- different context. And you know what? I think that once pandemic hit, then you realize if you really want something, you're going to go out and get it, you know, and, and make it happen. So I just started uh, looking on Instagram and social media, like Miami bands or soloists or singers and either started to follow them or contact them, write them an email. And out of those many people that I reached out to, a few started reaching reaching back. And I think that's that's how it started for me and you know we fast forward what two years and um i still can't say that i'm living full-time um like I, I, like i'm receiving a full-time income through music but uh, you know it's getting close so uh two years of hard work two years of just dedication um and planting seeds man just yeah. planting seeds you won't see the tr- and i'm sure you could relate to that man just mm-hmm. sometimes you, you're doing gigs or stuff that Although you should be valued, um, financially speaking, uh, with, with uh, you know, with a pay, some, the reality is it doesn't happen all the time. Yeah. And, and it's just like going out, connecting with people. And I, I knew there was a purpose behind it. I knew I was driven by a, a vision at the end of the tunnel. And that's how I've, I've ended up to be where I'm at right now. Yeah, I think that concept of uh, planting a seed, that is key. That's something that... I wish I had learned that sooner, like when I was yeah. younger, because sometimes you feel like you're you're doing a lot, but nothing seems like it's working. And right. you don't realize that a lot of the things that you see on other people like working out and they're doing a big show <laughs> or they're making a movie or something like that. You don't know how many years it took them to get there. And oh, yeah. you and I reconnected again about two years ago when you came back about- to the, the States yeah. Uh, we saw each other on Instagram, and then I put you in touch with some friends of mine, and yeah, man, you were <laughs> starting to get traction with your music and all of that. And now it's like we're having this interview, and what people might not know is that, hey, like two years ago, we talked about like your career, getting everything yeah. started again, 
And how is it? How long is it? Like six years ago is when we used to like be neighbors at Lee and <laughs> met for the first time. And right, it yeah. takes a lot of time. So tell me a little bit about that process. And when you you get to Miami, Miami is like the capital of Latin music. Like yeah, what happens yeah. there is amazing. I have a lot of friends there and it's a city with a lot of energy and everything is happening for that industry. But you I, get there and I have some other friends that have tried also to like make it and they come from another country. They're well known. And when they get to Miami, it's like, okay, get in line. Uh, right. So how is that process of finding a producer and finding places to play and how do you make progress on, on your music? How does that work? I love that, man. First of all, bro, you're too far, man. You got, you got to be here in the melting pot, dude. No, <laughs> like, you have to come here to LA. <laughs> bro, like really, uh, I'm sure those who are watching, like you know what Axel does and has done. And man, every time you post something on Instagram or there's a lot of value and content in that. And, and, and I'm talking beyond just the music videos you've done for like top artists. And I'm talking beyond just, um, you know, different projects and short films you've worked on. It's, it's more of the value that I, I see that you found through your social media and through your voice. Um, and that's beautiful, bro. Maybe we could talk Thank about you. that some other time, but I just yeah. want to honor that from you, man. It's, it's actually you. been inspiring and actually has taken me to, in a way, be who I am today, two years after that conversation we had when you connected me with a producer, great guy, Jay Simmons. Um, yeah. Shout but out yeah, to man, Jay, so, Jay Miami. <laughs> shout out, my bro. So it's, it's interesting, dude, because like you said, people that come to Miami and trying to break uh, break into that music world, uh, you said it perfectly. It's like, hey, get in line, you know, and there's a lot of competition. But that's the trick. Um, people that come, yes, maybe they have ambition. Maybe they, they have that hunger to, to, you know, to be somebody in the music world, to be the next Shakira, or to be the next Bad Bunny, or to be the next Mark Anthony. And they're determined. But um, personally, what has helped me is that instead of looking at it uh, from the eye perspective of competition, I've seen it from the eye and perspective of community. Um, and thankfully, you know, I'm so thankful to God because he was able to, in this process, again, and, and I guess it depends on your personality. Like if you're a very outgoing person, uh, you know, you, it will be easy for you to connect with so many different people who are on your in your same shoes. If you're a little more of an introvert, still, like there's, there's an opportunity and there's people all over. But what I'm trying to say is that in these connections and these like networking opportunities that I had, I was able to meet, uh, he's like my brother at this point, you know, his name is Wismer, hope he's watching, shout out to him too, and uh, Venezuelan cuatrista, you know, it's a cuatro, it's a picture of ukulele, but um, it's, it's, it's uh, more, it's rooted towards more of the Venezuelan um, culture, folklore, and that's what it's used for. And Wismer is one of those people who thinks out of the box. And actually, he's much like you, Axel. And, and I, I think even much like me and, and those creative people and initiative people. And he used the cuatro that's, again, played for folklore purposes mainly. And he used that for overall music, pop, uh, bossa nova, you know, you name it, jazz. And, and I was able to meet him in one of those opportunities and... 
I just opened up my heart. I just opened up my heart and, and, and told him, you know what? Like, I know I'm not the best singer. And I say that. I always say that. I know I'm not the best singer. I know I'm not the best musician. But I do know that I have a heart for people. Now, you're probably asking yourself, okay, JP, like, what does that have to do with music? I think it has everything to do, man. Because if you come to Miami, like you said, the, the melting pot of music, of Latin music, um, Yes, if, you, if you're driven, go for it, man. Go for it and kill it and, and, and do what you got to do. But you can't do it alone. And right. that's the difference when you see something as a competition. You're running alone. You want to win. You want to make it first. You want to be the person who, who you know, like lifts their, their flag of I made it and I'm the best. And that's okay. But then when you see it from the eyes of community, it's not about winning I mean, it is, but it's not about getting there first. It's about getting there. For sure. No matter the time frame. So um, I think that I had the opportunity to see it that way. And that's how, that's how it's been lately, you know, with, with, uh, with this friend of mine and, and just a group of people that from, from this community that was created by him and his wife, Alemor, who, uh, shout out to them. I'm sure they're watching. Alemor was just recently nominated for Latin Grammy, was able to work with them. Um, went to Latin Grammys in, in Las Vegas, it, you know, just a unique experience. And again, that wouldn't have happened for me if I would have been seeing things as competition, right? What would have yeah. happened? Like, I want to be nominated. I want to go because I want to be known. Nah, bro. I, I didn't even go to, to Latin Grammys. I didn't go as a star, you know? <laughs> and yeah. although like it would be, I was dressing nice and I had to, but, but I went there with the concept and mentality of we're a team. We're here for, for the person who's nominated. We're here for the, for the band who I'm traveling with from Miami, you know, just mm -hmm. different people and a family. Yeah. So uh, just to be concrete again, in this question is, um, be driven. Yes. Be ambitious. Yes. But you don't have to do that alone. You know, create a community, build a community of people, of musicians, obviously people who are in your same vibe. And trust me that it will take you further. Yeah, for definitely. Like some of the best projects that I've been part of, it, it has been because of other people and friends and people that I helped before. And like you said, not thinking about competition, you have to think those people that seem like your competition, the sooner you make them your allies, the, yes. the better and the further you're going to go. Uh, I remember one of the biggest projects that I've been able to work on is I was a producer on a Sebastian Yatra music video. And yeah, I, know. I got that project because one of my good friends, Israel from Kappa Productions in Miami, they needed wow. someone in, in Georgia. And I had a lot of experience producing there. And then the producer asked him and they, he connected me with them. And instead of like him taking on that job he was like no axel can do it better and whenever i have something in miami i give it to him and now yeah. i've made a relationship with that producer and dubraska she wants me to go to miami all the time to produce <laughs> things for her and then when bro, she comes to la come, i man, help come, her yeah yeah come, the, wave, come wave that melena here bro <laughs> <laughs> for sure yeah i have to make a trip definitely because i have so many good friends in miami and it's such mm. a cool city for yeah. music so oh, uh, i want to hear about what you're doing right now and like yeah. the, the projects that you're working on and tell me a little bit about your process like do you write your own songs or when you work with a producer how do you like find the melody and the music mm -hmm. and then when you're recording tell me a little bit about all that definitely so as you can see my guitar is right there it's always there it's always 
in hand and maybe I could play something for you later. Uh, but so what I'm doing right now, I think I would define it first of all in one word as um, magical. <laughs> and I don't want to sound like, oh my God, here he goes. But, you know, again, it's, it's just the, the mentality and the concept of um, releasing, releasing control. Now, obviously, you have to know what's your north. You have to be in charge of, um, let's say, the boat that you're driving uh, over the ocean. And you have to know what your direction is and, and where you want to go. Um, but it's just releasing control of, of thinking that what, the only thing you want to do in that moment is the only thing you have to do in that moment. Why do I say that? That's because tricky. It's tricky. And, and, and yeah, because sometimes I'm like, Okay, you know what? I want this season to be a season where I put out my, my next single. Great. Starting the year, two, three months, March, boom, 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 and work on that. I'll tell you how I do that in just a sec. But then life happens, man, and, and, and money happens or doesn't happen. Uh, you know, sickness and family and just different things. And, and if... if if at some point that deadline that you put on yourself for that specific song doesn't happen and doesn't meet that deadline, you're going to be crushed. Um, not necessarily because you didn't have the talent, not necessarily because you didn't have the ability, but because life happened. So on the contrast of that, if, if you just release control, um, you'll understand that, you know, okay, I want to create music, number one. Number two, I want to create music with talented people. Awesome. Um, I want to put out projects that whether I'm the singer, musician, the artist, the writer, the producer, I, I want to be a part of that uh, recognition. Great. So as you see, you know, uh, these are tangible goals, but at the same time, they have space in between. So that being said, <laughs> dude, I talk a lot, man. Sorry. That being said, it's uh, right now I'm in that season of a magical season where um, I'm writing music for, for other artists. Um, I'm collaborating in the like melody process for other artists and, and their songs. I'm actually currently writing uh, music for myself and people helping me. Uh, I've had the opportunity where I recently actually first time ever directed five music videos. Uh, actually, this was in Guatemala a few months ago. Wow. And Brown like me directing like that's Axel contact him <laughs> you know but but it was just because these people have seen what I've been doing creatively uh, and then they're like hey JP you have you know what a better person for you to do that and I'm like I've never done this they're like doesn't matter we trust you just trust your gut I'm like woo that gut better be worked out because I don't know <laughs> <laughs> so so that you know if if I would have been uh, closed up in I just want my song in the next three, four months, these other opportunities wouldn't have happened. You know, does yeah. that make sense? So, yeah. so yeah, man. So uh, I am, I think the, 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 the sooner thing that's going to happen is releasing a song. Um, it's going to be a Spanish, uh, you know, song in Spanish. It's called Sueño, or we're still debating on it. And it's just a, a beautiful song uh, where it talks about that very unique love and that you meet this person or maybe it's even yourself and so anyway that's what the context of the lyrics i i do write the process of of, of um of writing it's beautiful because you know i usually grab a guitar and 
just start playing and, and some chords. And after I play some chords, I'm like, okay, this uh, this has a vibe of like maybe a little bit of flirty vibe, or maybe it has a more um, just maybe depressed vibe, or it has a, a joyful vibe, you know. And just you go from that. And after that's how it works for me. And after I have that melody, I'm like, okay, cool. So this could be like, nos fuimos para la casa. Yeah, you know, just you just start flying, man, and and that's how it's been for me. And when I when I write, when I produce, um, so I, I think that's that encapsulated a little bit uh, the question you you asked me. So just that's you know, awesome. release control, release control. Um, I'm working on a song for or an EP actually, but a song coming out soon as well, and just working on different projects for for different artists. So it's exciting. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, that part of releasing control for me is difficult because as a director, you're supposed to be in control. And yeah. sometimes, a lot, a lot of the times on set, I have to do this exercise. And recently, I've been conscious about it, that I do this. And it's almost like I take a beat and I look at what I'm seeing and then I ask myself, what do I want to see and to happen? And it's like I'm visualizing what the piece should be. And then I go and execute because there is a, at least for like visual arts, mm -hmm. there is a gap between the, vis the vision that you have and the execution of the vision. That's good. So That's good. You need both. To be an effective director, you need both. So you yeah. need to have a vision of what you want to see. Mm -hmm. Then you need to be able to communicate to people in actions that as a result will create that vision. And you need to know, like, if I want this to look a certain way, you need to know what that looks like first, like in your right. mind and your brain. Right. And then what are the steps that I need to execute to make that thing happen? So mm -hmm. that, that exercise it usually takes like a few seconds for me to like realize that. And it's almost like in my head, I, I would like look to the side and then my brain shows me the image of what I want to see. That's beautiful, dude. Like that's unique, man. Yeah. And then I look at, at the reality and then I compare that and say mentally, okay, this has to happen. This has to happen. This has to happen right. for that vision to come to life. So for right. me, that concept of like letting go is it's not the first thing that I would normally do, but I agree with you 100% that it's necessary to create something magical because you can only take it so far and then you have to let it go. And then you play right, right. in this magical flow of, well, let's see where it takes me and I have some kind of direction, but let's flow with it. And I've, I've been in, in many, many studio sessions with so many friends and like I, I see how that ebb and flow of creative ideas happens. Mm -hmm. I think there is a little bit of a technique to it. And like you said, mm -hmm. you start with this and what emotion is giving you. And then you start thinking about how do you go more down that path. Right. But I love that concept that you're bringing up of like <laughs> letting things go. And as you were talking about all of this, I was trying to think about social media and Instagram and mm -hmm. all of these different platforms, YouTube, we have to use those platforms. Yeah. But then it's like, 
do we even know what we're doing? Like sometimes I feel like <laughs> I'm just like throwing things out there with with whatever I think is effective. With, with your boxing, bro. I see that, man. Pa, pa, pa. <laughs> so how how do you handle that? Because as a I think as a musician, you have way more flexibility. Like you can pose all kind of selfies and like you're a really <laughs> handsome guy, so you can play a little bit more with that. Thanks, For me, man. it's like I'm supposed to talk about cameras, you know? So how do you handle all of that and, and then the expectations that come with it and Well, uh you know, I think we've be, we've we are living in a time where there is so much knowledge, but it's not all relevant. And and again, adding to that, we live in a culture and a generation that wants to make every piece of knowledge relevant. So I say that because, um, yes, there's a lot of information out there now of, so, like you said, social media, and you should do this and you should do that. And, 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 and now Instagram, for example, uh, Reels or other platforms. I'm not sure if we could mention all these other platforms or I don't know, but like, yeah, but like yeah, we can talk these, about anything. Yeah, uh, so uh, like you know, Instagram and, and TikTok with with reels and just uh, you know crazy numbers of engagement if you're doing it right, and then YouTube supposedly being the number one, not supposedly actually is the number one social media platform to through where you could get revenue um, and just different things, man. All that information is out there, and everybody wants to make every piece of information relevant. But it doesn't all apply to you. Yeah. So I think I've been in that process actually. And it's funny because social media sometimes, like you said, yeah, you just post a picture, a selfie, you know, you post yourself playing the guitar or with a group of friends in the studio vibing. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, but at the same time, maybe if, if we're doing that, perhaps we're like, oh, I, I read or I follow this social media guru and he said you have to do this and that and that. But then when you do it, you don't see you don't see the outcome in social media. We're speaking about social media, right? So it's yeah. like, like you get frustrated. So it's like, what am I doing wrong? You know, do I have to edit the picture or edit the video even more? And it just becomes a world of, I don't know, man, like a, a can of worms. So um, the way I do my social media is I, I, I'm trying to just show myself as I am. You know, I think this will lead to a, another topic that I would like to end the podcast with as well. But like, it, it leads us to, uh, I'm trying to show myself as I am, you know, as a musician, artist, and, and, but as a person, as a father, uh, as, as an employee at my regular job right now, um, and, and just show myself vulnerable, real, raw, honest, broken. And I say broken because recently we've been, again, all of this because of social media. I was talking with a group of friends and, you know, we came to the conclusion to where, my gosh, like sometimes you want to be positive and, and influential in a good way through social media. But sometimes it seems like the darkness brights more than light, you know, or that negativity draws more attention than positivity. Yeah. And it was just frustrating. So we came to the conclusion like, man, like even like, you know, all this negativity that you can find on social media, everything is happening because people are broken as well. You know, whether you're trying to spark light or whether you're trying to not spark light, we're all broken. Like not just because of the pandemic, but because we've lived in, in a culture where we're supposed to show our strongest face, our strongest suit. 
but not necessarily show our wounds and our battles. You know, so we we created this concept uh, in, in Spanish called rotos, but broken to where we want to create a community uh, uh, just open to any, any profession, any career. Because one of my friends, uh, she's a doctor, for example. I'm like the musician. My other friend is also a musician, but he's more also... Uh, you know, different career than mine and and just keep adding people like that. And we want to show that whoever you are, whatever you do, uh, it's okay to be broken and it's okay to try to shine through your wounds by being broken. Um, so, you know, all that encapsulating with music and my social media, that's what I try to show. You know, if I'm playing a song, I, I try to record myself a story in my in my couch and just like, Showing who I am, you know, if I'm playing with my boy, just trying not to fluff it. Sometimes it's cute because, you know, you have two kids and, you know, sometimes there are moments where they're beautiful and if you capture it in video and they kiss you and they say, I love you, I love you too, that's like an awe moment. But sometimes you want to capture you eating with your family or whatever and your kids are messing up the food at the table and, and yeah. it's okay to show that because you'll see accounts where you got the perfect family. The perfect kids, the perfect singer, the perfect videographer, you'll find all that stuff. And I just think uh, it's important to uh, show who we really are. And that's what I'm trying to do with my social media, man. Yeah, I think that's amazing, JP. And we, we need a, a reminder of that all the time, man. Um, I feel like we're just trying really hard, you know, like we need yeah. certain numbers because professionally we need that attention so like when you get a new single like people listen to it exactly. but at the same time it's such a big reflection of who we are as people and if we don't learn how to be okay with being ourselves there mm -hmm. it'll be really sad you know like if, if you start doing the the right thing for the platform but not the right thing for you and who you are as Come a person on. yeah yeah then like yeah. what's the point right so i, I think that's that's a really nice I think that's a very like deep way of thinking about it and I appreciate mm -hmm. that that's how you're thinking about it. So I hope mm -hmm. more people can do that because we do need to show like all the things that are, you know, hard and like everyone yeah. is going through a lot of problems and it's not all like flexing and showing off and that kind of stuff. <laughs> it, yeah. It, it's just not true. It doesn't matter how good you're doing. Um, you're always going to have like the moments of struggle. So, right. um, I think that's awesome that you're doing that. So, thank you, man. Uh, I wanted to ask you about you were like whenever we talked about the interview, you said that you had other things like other than music that you also wanted to talk about. So, what what's those ideas and things that you're trying to bring yeah. on that is not like specifically music musical? It, it, it's among it's among these uh, this same concept uh, of, of broken, you know, like. Uh, you know, I just spoke from the social media uh, concept because, you know, we with this group of friends, we created a, an Instagram account called Broken Rotos. Uh, maybe later on you could, you could probably see it on, on the bottom screen. It's called Rotos Frases. And it just shows phrases and, 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 you know, poetry, whatever. But we're trying to take it deeper and we're trying to actually create a, a nonprofit to where we provide workshops to people, to families. Like I said, we have a in our team already, we have a doctor, myself, that I've uh, not only a musician or singer, but 
actually my career, I have an undergrad in theology and then a master's in uh, child and holistic development with family therapy emphasis. You know, I like to work with, with people, with families, with just um, from the mental, spiritual, uh, emotional aspects. And we have a group of people just professional in different areas. So we want to provide workshops to where how do you combine who you are with um, who you want to be and just stuff like that man so that's that's uh, pretty exciting actually because it's it's a whole uh, other world and on that same note like yesterday i had a, a video call super uh, random because a friend of mine saw that we were doing uh working on this project and, and he's a producer as well and he was like jp you know i was just feeling with what you're doing and i want to produce a song having you sing it but regarding that uh, essence of broken brokenness and I was like no way and then I, my my mind started flying and it was like wow that's gonna be like the song for the campaigns and all these workshops yeah. and then you know uh, dude stuff like that so that's something that it's in the in the works right now I don't have a specific day for anything happening when it comes to that but I just know it's happening you know we want to write books and, and all of that because we want to show uh, again, that it could, you could be yourself, man. You, actually, I encourage you, whoever you whoever you are, and whoever's watching. You know, the pressure of, of life is enough already, mm-hmm. um, and then we add more. So I just want to encourage you, whoever's watching, to understand that you don't have to add that extra weight. You know, you, you just have to understand that you're perfect as you are. Uh, um, again, perfection perfection is probably just also a, a metaphor. But um, you are exactly who you have to be. And it's one of those things that we got to learn how to live with ourselves and, and learn how to be a bridge for others to also learn how to live for themselves and, and re- re- you know, just replicate that through generations and, and cultures. And, and just, you know, it's, that's, that's something that's, again, like I'm working on right now and it's, it's uh, pretty cool. So I'm glad that we were able to, to touch on that uh, right now. And, and I think it was just a... a great way to sort of land the plane on this podcast you know with, with something so encouraging like that that's awesome jp uh well man thank you so much for uh spending some time with me and talking about all of this <laughs> i wish you nothing but the best with thank all you, of man. your music and all the you projects too, that dude. you're doing man and hopefully we get to see each other soon in miami dude let's make it happen man you, you... mi casa es tu casa papi so <laughs> let's do gracias, it dude <laughs> Well, guys, thank you so much for watching. Again, my name is Axel. Make sure to like and subscribe and share this interview with a friend. And hopefully we'll see you in another episode.